As parents, we feel incredibly responsible for our kids and I have gone to that place, what did I do wrong as a mum? You know, is it because I had depression and it was undiagnosed? Did I raise them so that they didn't have any coping mechanisms and all of that sort of stuff? Ultimately, one of the most important things is we need to remain connected. This is Messages of Hope and I'm Celia Filkey. Today I'm talking with counsellor Vicky Rocco about depression and ways we can be available for our kids. In recent years, it seems like depression and mental health is on the rise, and we're particularly seeing it more in our children. But how do we know when it's depression or normal teenage angst? Today I'm talking with Vicky Rocco, a counsellor and a mum who has walked alongside her kids' depression as well as her own. So, Vicky, how do we recognise when it is depression and not just, oh, they're having a teenage phase or a teenage day? You kind of go, oh, well, that sounds like a normal teenager. Yeah. (laughs) You know, not getting out of bed, you know, they retreat to their room. And I can remember doing that as a kid too. But everyone has bad days. Everyone has a bad few days, depending on what's going on. But I think if you've noticed that, you know, their mood's really low, they've lost interest in things that used to make them happy, they've withdrawn from friends, they're very sad or perhaps more irritable than normal, and it's a it's a prolonged time, you know, over two weeks. I think that's when you start to go, hmm, maybe something's not quite right here. How do we we know when, like, when to react? Hmm. I think it's really important that if we notice that this has been going on for some time, that we do approach them and just have a chat and share that you're really worried about them. And I think just being really open, um, yeah, to having a conversation with them, really listening Listening to understand what it is that they're going through. How does listening to understand differ from other listening? Often when we really have to listen, it's inconvenient. (laughs) It's usually a time when we don't have the time for listening. You know, you're in the middle of cooking tea or whatever. So I think you have to put whatever to the side and sit down and create a safe place Mm. that can help conversation you know whether that be sitting next to each other on the bench so you're together but not staring at them in the face sort of thing and then really listening but how do we start that conversation Mm. asking open questions how did that make you feel what did that look like when you say xyz what do you mean and really just trying to nut into what it is that they're saying so that you can really hear what the problem is. You kind of need to hold on to all those, I guess, feelings of fixing things and solving problems and just really listen. Gee, that's hard. I would just help guide them, you know, in that to just think of, you know, one thing at a time, you know, eating an elephant. Yeah. (laughs) One bite (laughs) bite at a time time. because... You know, they just need to break it down and they need help to do that. What if they're not talking? Mm. That's really difficult and not all of us have have those close relationships mm. with our children either. We can be quite fractured in that. But I think if you can't get to that space, then it's really important that you find them someone who they can, whether that be an auntie and uncle, you know, football coach, 
a teacher that they feel close to that they can talk to. It's really important they have someone older who can support them. If you're really worried, seek out a counsellor or take them to the doctor and see if you can find some help that way. Don't give up. Coming up, we'll look at getting past those feelings of responsibility and blaming ourselves. So you, you've said you've had experience. Is that with depression with your kids? Mm, and anxiety. Yeah. 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 And, and as, a, as a mum, how do you navigate that? Yeah. So as a parent, actually learning about stuff before you get to that space, you know, being prepared in case it happens. And it may not be your children, but it might be their friends or it could be, um, you know, a close friend of your own. So what sorts of things have you done to prepare yourself Um, I guess walking my own journey. I've had depression as well. So just walking my journey with that and knowing the ways people reacted or didn't react and how that felt for me personally. Um, Can you you give me an example of that? Yeah, I guess like sometimes you just want someone to just sit and listen and have empathy, not sympathy, but empathy. So really just hearing what it is that you've got to say. And like I said, not reacting to, oh, no, don't that's not real, that's not true, you know, because when you're in... You shouldn't be feeling like that. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's right. When you're in that space, you know that, but you can be so far down that none of that is helpful to hear at the moment. How does it make you feel thinking that your kids have depression, thinking, is there something that I should have done differently or... Yeah, absolutely. And I think as parents, we feel incredibly responsible for our kids Mm. and I I have done that I have gone to that place what did I do wrong as a mum and I've been through that blame and shame space but I think it's perfectly normal to do that you know we do feel responsible for our kids and their well-being and how they cope with the world but they're responsible for the choices they've made and and the way they they do things we can't be with them 24-7 I'm not in their workplace or I'm not, you know, at uni with them or whatever they're doing. So I can't be responsible for those things. There comes a point when we have to hope that we've raised them with the skills that they need to get through life. So how do we let go of that? I think we just need to be kind to ourselves as parents, but then do whatever we can to support them when they're in that space, whether that means finding out more, um, one place I'd really recommend parents to look is Headspace. It's mm-hmm. a fantastic website um, that is, you know, focused specifically on young people. And it, there's so many great tools on there for parents to to learn. Um, but also, yeah, just having that compassion and, and talking with your kids and working it out together. You can't fix it for them. They have to get to a place where they're ready. Even with all the best efforts, sometimes it feels like we can't make things better. Coming up, we'll talk with Vicky about how to get through the feelings of guilt and blaming ourselves when we can't help our kids suffering from depression. How how do you, I guess, live in those spaces when you can't fix Mm. or it's not fixed? I know in my own experience, you know, why I've got a faith, I've got an amazing life. Why do I feel like this? Why can't I get off the couch? It's been days, you know. 
And, you know, some people say your faith isn't strong enough. I don't agree. You know, I have a really strong faith and I know that God was with me in those times, just, you know, through other people coming into my life, through things that I would read, you know, turn the radio on and a certain song had come on and it was like he was singing it over me, you know. And so I think it's it's really hard. I'm really grateful that I've had depression and I'm really grateful for the experience I've walked through with my kids and my friends who have had it because especially for myself having depression is now I get it and I didn't before. And it's not something you just pull yourself out of. And even though I'm much better now, there's still days when I feel really, you know, low. But now I've learned to just accept that and just sit in that space and think about what I'm feeling and why I'm feeling it. It is really hard, but there is light at the end of the tunnel. You know, you have to believe that it will get better, that that's why we all need to look out for each other, you know. And ultimately, I feel like one of the most important things is we need to remain connected. Well, you know, are you okay day was really good. I think we need to be asking that question all the time. Vicky, we talked earlier how as parents it's easy to feel guilt and shame when things aren't going well for our kids. Have you been able to let go of that guilt and shame? For me, this has been a process that's been happening for a long time. I had the amazing opportunity to go to Africa in 2009. It's the first time I'd ever left Australia to a country that's so incredibly different to the place we live in. I was incredibly vulnerable there. From the minute I stepped off the plane, I was pretty well petrified. People walking around with guns and all that. We went to a youth group with a whole bunch of young adults and we had a Bible study and I just had this amazing feeling of crawling up into God's lap and sitting in there, you know, as a little child and just feeling incredibly loved. And from that moment, I know that I was changed. I've been on such an amazing journey, I guess, learning about myself and I guess undoing feelings of of shame and guilt of things that had happened to me and choices I'd made in my life. And I just feel like from that moment that it was okay, like that his love and his grace and, and all of those things just washed over me. I think for the first time in a really long time, I felt incredibly safe. I guess those feelings, you know, we were talking before about the kids and the shame and the guilt you feel when you watch them go through hard stuff, did I not do enough? You still feel that, but I also think that because of that amazing forgiveness that we get, from Jesus, we live in his grace, that I also have to give that to myself. I think as parents, we need to be compassionate and graceful to ourselves because we're not perfect. You've been listening to Messages of Hope. For free PDFs, videos and podcasts about dealing with depression, go to messagesofhope.org.au. That's messagesofhope.org.au. Or for a free booklet, call 1800 353 350. That's 1800 353 350.
I'm Celia Filkey. I hope you can join us again next week for another message of hope. Hope.